itself and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, these words from Philadelphia's Independence Hall is where President Biden shocked the nation and the world with this attack against Americans. Dr. Carol Swain is here to discuss the reverberations from that speech and the implications heading into the midterms. And then new research out of Italy and Germany showed that blood damage appears to be the missing link. That will explain many negative health conditions ranging from heart problems, cancers, reduced immunity, and death. Dr. Joel Hershorn will talk about the multitude of adverse health impacts just as they are ramping up vaccines and boosters for the fall. And finally, Nurse Jody O'Malley, a critical care nurse in the ICU, ER, and hospital supervisor, will tell us what really took place throughout COVID and about her message that went viral on Project Veritas. It's all next, friends, on Viewpoint this Sunday. the bias, the lies and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the weekend news magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. This is Malcolm Allowed here. Well, my fellow Americans, it, it continues to spiral every week we talk, and uh, it is safe to say that this is, uh, I, I believe, the darkest chapter in our American history, in our lives, uh, surely that we've experienced here as, as a collective force here. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. And the thing about it is, it continues to spiral. One of the things that I just want you to think about that I think is most concerning, many times these operatives don't go, get back in and fix the problems that we had prior. So if you take a look at the uh, cascading of events over these past many years here, you know, you, you we have short memories. You think back to our cities burning and the law and order and the rise of Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the devastation there. And the call-outs of CRT and the problems coming out of Virginia and the election and all of those scandals that played out, you know, there. And 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 forget not getting into the political scandals of laptops and emails, acid watching, and put all that aside just a moment, you know. And then you have these elections in 2020 that were very controversial, whatever your feelings may be on them. They certainly don't know of anybody that has a clear sense or feeling about that. Uh, but you have that. And then you have the January 6th Capitol and the imprisonment of all those people. COVID pandemic and the dark days of the pandemic and the lockdowns and the vaccines and the mask mandates. And then it comes to a culmination in Philadelphia's Independence Hall. Wow. Uh, what a setting and a backdrop that looked like it was a horror film of some sort. Truly very unpatriotic by any stretch of what the cameras could pick up. And right there, you'll find this number 46, I believe, is, well, I know it's 46, but uh, it's hard to call this person the commander-in-chief, quite frankly. But this, um, respectfully, the uh, office of the president and Biden addressed the nation with a very, very dark, 
dark speech to the likes we have never seen before. We're going to start there today on Viewpoint this Sunday. And welcome on here, Dr. Carol Swain joins us. Uh, Dr. Swain is an award-winning political scientist. Uh, she, uh, Pr Princeton and Vanderbilt Universities, uh, she's got, uh, you're always authoring great books. One of her last ones, Black Eye for America, How Critical Race Theory is Burning Down the House was fantastic, by the way. Uh, she's an expert on critical race theory and American politics, race relations. Uh, just a great friend of the show and the platform here. Um, Dr. Carol Swain, always a joy to have you here. Thank you so much, Malcolm. The president said, and I quote, Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Uh, and said some said some pretty, uh, pretty outrageous things, um, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about. But let's start there with these comments about an extremist that threatened the very foundation of our republic on this speech as a whole. What was the takeaway for you, please? It wasn't very long into that speech. I don't know whether it was like two minutes or three minutes in. He began his attacks on uh, MAGA Republicans. And I was shocked. But mm. then the more I listened, you know, I became more and more dismayed. And by the end of the address, uh, I went on a Twitter storm. But I felt like um, Americans like me we have a target on our backs mm -hmm. and we were nothing like what he described, what he described as uh, extremist, uh, un-American, anti-democratic. He described the Democrats, progressive Democrats, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. He was describing his own activist groups and he was saying it was MAGA Republicans. We were the threats. And, um, I'm still trying to recover hmm. from that backdrop hmm. as well as from the fact that as as a an American uh who is conservative I felt like uh there was a big bullseye on my back and that led me to feel like okay we are targeted uh I think that the way to get through this is that we need to stand strong and so I sent out a post that said that I am a MAGA Republican. I believe in the rule of law, the Constitution, and our nation's Judeo-Christian roots. And that went viral. And I said it because there's nothing wrong with wanting to make America great again, that America was great. You know, most of um, its, its life span. And um, before the civil rights movement, America had problems, but it was still a place where immigrants from all over the world wanted to live. And then after the civil rights acts of the 1960s, from my perspective, America was great and there was opportunity and people could achieve the American dream. And we were making uh, lots of progress together as people from different backgrounds, races, ethnicities, and religions, right. that is something that has been uh, destroyed, the progress we made together. And we see a political party that paints itself one way, but actually everything it does is about dividing Americans and pitting us against one another. And the goal seems to be to have us to destroy each other. 
And in that speech, he was trying to get Republicans to fight one another. This whole idea of going backwards or forwards, and then our Constitution sits over here and uh, what the framers put together uh, for the nation, uh, kind of our direction or roadmap, if you will. What's happening is it's kind of like driving down a country road. Uh, you've got a Democrat and a Republican in the car. And so the Democrat wants to uh, deviate from the path on hand or the roadmap for the Constitution. It wants to go off the road somewhere. And they look at that as taking our country forward. So, for instance, let me give an example here. Joe Biden says MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards. Well, what does that mean? He then says backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. So that, that was put out there. So if you do a psychological math here, they're looking at all of these things that have happened in recent times to try to put the country back on a constitutional path back to that country road. And they don't, they look at that as going backwards, Carol. I think that is, I've isolated and put my finger on part of the problem. They feel threatened, the both the Marxist left and the Democrat Party as a whole, based on the Constitution and based on where we're at. And see, they see this progress as a constitutional nation going backwards, which is why he always references as a democracy and not a constitutional republic. What do you say to all of that? Well, first of all, they have uh, rejected the Constitution and everything it stands for based on the fact that the framers were wealthy, educated white men. Mm -hmm. And so they certainly have no respect for the Constitution. And their real fear is the American people because they know mm -hmm. that the American wow. people are not, quote, progressives. They are not in lockstep, even members of their own party with the agenda that they are forcing down our throats. Again, Biden's words, MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. This is part of the speech now. I he, know. Yeah, I and, mean, and, projectionism at its best or worst. I mean, it's just evil because he knows better. I mean, I think he knows that he's lying, but he was reading a speech. And so the person who wrote that speech may be as unqualified for the job of speechwriter as the press secretary is for her position as press secretary. And so he basically read words off a teleprompter, prompter, right. Right. but he was quite animated. And so he read it with, with great force. Mm -hmm. And after watching him and his performance, uh, I had to really think about presidential addresses of the yeah. past and the yeah. ones that I thought were great. And the fact that those speeches that were written by someone else and read by a president may tell us nothing about that person's character. Carol, I did the same thing, the same thing. I stepped back in my mind and my memory bank and started uh, thinking and looking and listening to other presidential addresses. You're exactly right. And you see the anger on the man, Biden himself, the a very, very angry man, his whole posture and gesture and the way he puts forth. I mean, I can't ever remember in my life seeing any president with that sort of uh, a disposition in addressing anybody, uh, let, let alone the American people. What's that? I have two theories on that. Please. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, there are several things going on. One is his health. 
And I know that when people are suffering, you know, let's say he has mild dementia, he's suffering with cognitive uh, issues uh, that can cause certain types of behavior because people are frustrated. And so he's frustrated and you see how, you know, his staff, how they sort of treat him when they think no one's watching, like when he's wandering around on the stage without anyone guiding him. Uh, it's clear that they don't respect him. You know, they, they are willing to disrespect him in a way in front of the cameras. Uh, so there's no telling what's happening behind the cameras. And so he's probably, you know, frustrated by how he's being treated. But deep down, I believe that this is all about the fact that he and the Democrat handlers know that they did not win that election legitimately, that there were election irregularities and as the um, late Dr. Martin Luther King said, no lie can live forever. So, okay, they got away with um, the 2020 election because we're not going to redo it. But at the same time, if you know that you have something illegitimately and people are questioning you about it, yeah. uh, then you're going to uh, feign anger. Uh, and, and basically, uh, he... Uh, maligned all the people who questioned what happened in 2020. And it's because they know that it was illegitimate. Yeah. Very interesting point of view you have there, you, you, which what I guess what you're saying really is his defensive posture uh, is an internal mechanism because of the obvious. So you can't, and you're psychologically, you're right. You kind of can't hide that as a person really, really well. I mean, you'd have to be a star studded uh, trained actor to be able to do that. But, you know, he comes into the room already as a very angry man, however, as a very angry old white man, I'll put it that way. And that's how it comes across. Since they use identity politics, that's exactly what he looked like. Not a good representation of our nation at all. Um, this reference to not respecting the Constitution, he followed that sequence up with this. And you already hit a little bit on this, but it deserves a uh, touch on a little more. said so they do not believe in the rule of law, mega Republicans he's speaking of. They do not recognize the will of the people. Now, this is from, Carol, a political party that has made it their business to defund the police from a political party that has installed a number of Soros DAs in their blue cities that send criminals back onto the streets to victimize and criminalize innocent people. This is from a political party that has zero respect for the rule of law. And that's not just talk of words, that's action. Yet they flip the script and talk about how the fact that constitutional loving patriots are the threat to the Constitution and don't follow the rule of law. Are Americans seeing through this nonsense? I have no idea. A lot of them are. But if you think about how they demonize the January 6th, and I'm going to call them protesters, that some were protesters, some were rioters, but there were no insurrectionists uh, at the Capitol. Amen. And so we have political prisoners in Washington, D.C., who have not had trials. And we also have people that have been thrown in jail and prison who were clearly overcharged, first-time offenders, people who have led good lives, contributed to their communities. They went to Washington to exercise their constitutional rights, just like they saw those protesters and rioters and anarchists uh, do across the country. They wanted to exercise their voice. And what we learned is that white people protesting in America are a threat if they're mm. conservative. 
Wow. Well, there it is right there. Yeah, well, they they went for a redress of their grievances and were certainly met with a hostile situation. Very interesting what you say there. There is a war that is happening, clearly, that is being turned on. Um, I mean, we see it here, a, a white America. But that's coming from a political party that has used identity politics uh, for every crumb of power they can muster, Dr. Swain. I mean, that's right. where that comes from right there. So I get it. It's stupid. And it's the division. It's the direct opposite of what us God-loving American people love, which is all people. We love the diversity of America. Wait a minute. Yeah. The, the thing about it is they speak as if they care about racial and ethnic minorities. But if you look at their behavior, they're only using minorities and their grievances to advance an agenda to bring down America. And so they don't care about black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, Native American people. It's not about caring about them. And they don't care about our children because if they cared about our children, they would not be allowing uh, uh, young children. They'd not be pushing transgenderism in kindergarten. This kind of a speech and this sort of a leap forward of a dark chapter, and this is after, remember, we've been ambushed and whiplashed here as a nation with the COVID pandemic and the hostilities of lockdowns and and, and uh, all of that has transpired. This chapter, I don't see this as one person writing a speech as a normal traditional. This seems to be a collective force what I want to ask you right now is the agenda. What is the, uh, in your opinion, there's got to be an agenda here. You don't put a speech out like that for the consumption of Americans, let alone also, let's not forget, Carol, the world is watching. The world is watching. As I mentioned yesterday, our enemies, our adversaries are all watching. They enjoyed all of that, uh, uh, you know, reaction to that speech, that dark, dark speech. So it's more than just a person writing a speech. Obviously, right. this speech was written by a collective force to some degree and had to go through a whole litany of things. You don't put a speech like this out there for nothing. This was a movement. Who's? What's your sense of that? Who's behind this? What? What's the motivation here? What do they really want to accomplish, Carol? Look like rich, uh, rich China helped design the set. And I think that or the uh, devil himself, a satanic viewpoint. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I think China uh, is very much in control of the Biden administration Mm. and a lot of what takes place in our country. And in some ways, that was like a a signal uh, symbolic of uh, communism. So I saw it as communist symbolism. And then the uh, two uh, soldiers on each side. That reminds us of military power and might that could be used against the people, especially those bad MAGA Republicans that are threatening threatening the democratic way. And so the speech was very sinister, but the props and the silent messages spoke volumes. And you're right, um, you know, there, there are usually several speech writers, but if you have a president that has strong cognitive uh, skills and values, they will take a speech and they will mark it up. They'll edit that speech. And we know that President Trump, you know, he was notorious for getting off script. You know, like uh, he didn't necessarily read everything the script writers wrote. He didn't d- deliver the lines. He just spoke from his heart a lot of times. And I think that when you're dealing with people that have their full cognitive abilities, 
you, they can't be pushed around. So you cannot hand them a script that all they have to do is to read it off the teleprompter. And, you know, all of these actions and things we're talking about right now, Dr. Swain, are within a 60-day period of a midterm election that is crucial for the control of a major branch of government. Yes. Uh, with both the House and the Senate, we cannot lose sight of that. Everything is strategic, including the strong arm of mansion to get those extra, to get all those billions and trillions of dollars to be spent. Uh, all of this is very strategic in nature for what lies ahead, which is a quest of power come November. Now, we talk about what's the pushback. You know, we have a lot of weak Republicans on that side of the, the aisle, to be sure. Uh, a lot of problems within that group where they don't come together. They don't forcefully push back. They seem to take it coming down. Even that speech itself, you would think that congressional members and others would be much more outspoken and get on the Capitol steps and rally America around with something more positive. But quite frankly, Dr. Swain, why didn't the Republican leaders get together and show them their version of a speech and make it the direct opposite of that dark speech? Might, might that have been a suggestion, but... I, I guess my question now is let's let's spend the last couple of moments we have as far as action. There's no excuse for the fact that they did not have a response to being attacked like that. And they're a bunch of cowards. Uh, bunch the, of cowards. The, many of the Republicans are cowards and Democrats outthink them because Democrats are always strategizing and they seem to be weak when it comes to a strategy. So that's part of the problem. Uh, I think that the speech backfired. They believed, you know, that it was going to give them this huge boost, but it made even some of the progressives feel uneasy. And so that's not uh, what they intended. So even though he was able to read out the teleprompter without making any major mistakes, at the end of the day, the whole scripting, the prompt, the uh, props in the background, the uh, the set design. All of that spoke volumes, and that uh, made it very clear that this was, uh, I would say, sinister. It was un-American, and it's not what our nation needs right now. And it was such a contradiction from the speech that someone wrote for him for the inauguration that he delivered. I mean... About unity, about unity. Right, right, right. And so they've embraced that term unity, but... I guess they have redefined it to mean division and uh, and the kind of um, tactics that they are uh, deploying against Republicans. And no matter what they say about nice Republicans, like, quote, I guess, Liz Cheney uh, uh, and the ones that are willing to work with them, and maybe even Mitch McConnell, uh, for the most part, uh, they don't like any Republicans. Uh, they want to be a one-party government. They want to be a totalitarian government. And it seems like they are on their way. But I have confidence in the American people. So I would tell people to be strong, be courageous, but don't be foolish. Don't give the government uh, ammunition to go after you. But also don't cower in fear. Stand up for your constitutional rights. And for those of you all who are uh, believers, Judeo-Christian believers, or or Muslims of faith, uh, I think this is the time when we stand on our faith principles and uh, we fight uh, with the weapons that we have. And and I'm not calling for people to you know to take up arms and you know go to government. Uh, for some of us, we fight in our prayer closets, but we uh, get out there, 
we we uh, vote for candidates, but we must hold the Republicans candidates and party accountable because they are just as responsible as the Democrats for the government you see in Washington. Yeah. I seen a comment the other day, someone said on one of my programs, we get the government we deserve. Hmm. I agree with that. And I think I've said that many times. Yeah. And there we are right there. Dr. Carol Swain, um, your words of wisdom always. Thank you for joining us on Viewpoint to this Sunday. Thank you. Well, as we push forward with Viewpoint this Sunday, I want to tell you about a special series launch that's entitled Taking Back Control of Your Life. This is for everybody listening now. This is the eight essential steps to health and freedom. So this launches this next Friday, September 9th. And for eight weeks through the months of September and October, you'll be, be able to see this program, be able to listen into it every Friday. And that will be with Dr. Henry Ely and myself on The Voice of a Nation at 6 p.m. and 11 p.m. every Friday. It's going to be an extraordinary program. And again, this will help those that have um, long COVID problems. A lot of people, millions and millions, tens of millions and of Americans have long COVID problem. And people all over the world are struggling with that, to be sure. Vaccine injuries, that's another uh, part of the population that are really struggling to regain their life back after uh, COVID, you know. And then there's everybody in a post-COVID world that want to get a healthy immune system back and get on with their life after, let's face it, we've had our lives turned upside down in these past few years. So this uh, series has been put together. Dr. Henry Lee's a very special man. He's a naturopathic doctor. Um, he is um, really just brilliant when it comes to this sort of a uh, conversation. I think it's going to be just an awesome series. And I'm going to share a lot of different things with you. And we'll go through all the different pieces and ideas we can possibly give you to improve your life. So that'll be every Friday, starting September 9th. Join us on The Voice of a Nation, 6 and 11 p.m. Eastern time. But here is anywhere in the world on the iHeartRadio network or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. And of course, we have a world-class media player. Listen live button back at americaoutloud.com. We'll get you there. Uh, on top of that, make sure you're taking healthy cell. Uh, that's, uh, you know, the, the microgels are fantastic for getting your immune system back in shape. So I highly recommend uh, healthy cell. And we have a whole host of fantastic products uh, that are there to enhance your life. And those are our sponsored partnerships. If you look back at AmericaOutloud.com, you'll see them right there. Clear, X-L-E-A-R, Cofix RX, um, Genesis, H-O-C-L. Take a look at those products, and I guarantee you, each one of these we've looked at very, very carefully. And then also, uh, one other helpful hint for all of you out there is MyFreeDoctor.com. Uh, this is was an awesome group that came to light through the pandemic and helped so many people out with telemedicine and uh, Dr. Ben Marble and a whole host of fantastic doctors and people around the country. MyFreeDoctor.com. If you look for ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or vaccine injuries or all, what all the situation is, that's a great resource to have. So I want to give that to you as well. We'll take a, a real uh, quick pause here, but this program will indeed continue when Dr. Joel Hershorn joins us and talk about the blood damage and the harmful impacts of the COVID vaccines that he will get into, and a very special treat after that with Jody O'Malley, who is an RN and a critical care nurse, 
uh, was the Project Veritas whistleblower. Uh, massive story here about the Nightingales in 2022 and a whole lot more. Stay right there, my friends. More Viewpoint in just a moment. The America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. As Americans, we seek to form a more perfect union. To paraphrase Abraham Lincoln, we are a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. And God willing, we shall not perish from the earth. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. We are the vision of the voices. You can email us at talk at americaoutloud.com. Welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here, yours truly. And as I always say to you, it's a privilege to be with you, my fellow Americans, and to our dear friends around the globe. You don't ever get tired of hearing that, do you? I hope not. I tell you that all the time because we have to count our blessings and realize the privilege we get for this amazing medium, uh, talk radio, and to be able to talk to uh, so many people. And we thank you for that opportunity. Now, let's, uh, we've got a very interesting segment coming up, which I truly am looking forward to this next segment. And we'll be talking to a couple of interesting folks, as I mentioned, really up top of the program with you. Uh, in, in a moment here, Dr. Joel Hirschhorn will be here, uh, but also uh, we'll get into tell you about the some new things going on. And also Jody O'Malley, who's a critical care nurse and was right up at the front and center of uh, the COVID pandemics. Very interesting experiences 
with her. And I'm going to confess something on here to uh, Jody as well shortly here. So, and, and all of you, of course, at the same time, naturally. Um, but so listen, as we picked up in the early part of the program with Dr. Carol Swain and all of the conversation about the dark chapter that we're in and that very dark speech uh, from the president, uh, which we've addressed already in the program, uh, and the fact we, uh, you know, there's like a cloud that's following here in America. A lot of this comes into a post-COVID world that the nation and the world is still trying to shake, right? I mean, you would agree with that. We're trying to get over this hurdle to get on with our lives uh, you know, and make a difference in the world. So, so I want to talk right now. A lot of people, listen, you, you, you've either been impacted yourself in a major personal way from COVID or you know somebody that has. That I can make as a declarative statement, to be sure. And I'm talking about things like vaccine injuries, that sort of thing, but also long COVID. These are all problems that tens and hundreds of millions of Americans, hundreds of millions around the world for sure, but tens and hundreds of millions of Americans here are struggling with as well. Let's bring on Dr. Joel Hershorn now. He has testified at over 50 U.S. Senate and House hearings, uh, authored hundreds of articles on COVID. We're always blessed and privileged to have him as a expert here on America Out Loud. He's the author of a book called Pandemic Blunder, Pandemic Blunder. And that book is featured indeed in the America Out Loud bookstore. Take a look at that bookstore later. It's right on the nav bar. Fantastic books in there from our experts and our guests that are on these shows. So some great, great opportunities here to get up to speed. Let's uh, jump in here. You've got a very interesting op-ed up there, uh, as you always do, uh, Dr. Joel. And I want to start with talking about these uh all right. They're now coming out. And I was talking to McCullough and I just the other day about more vaccines, more boosters. And I, I really don't know if it's vaccines, uh, if they're boosters to boost the vaccines or vaccines to boost the boosters. <laughs> I'm really lost on the whole parade, frankly. I know what they're doing here, but they're getting ready for this fall season. It's sort of like J.C. Penney has their fall sale. You know what I mean, Dr. Hershon? Fall sale, 25 yes. percent off. Yeah, here it is. Get your vaccine to boost it. You can see them selling them on the street there, you know. Um, anyways. Uh, it's just me. I don't know. The, you say here the multitude of adverse health impacts and deaths from what the medical and public health establishment, the mainstream media and government agencies are still pushing on the public. They don't seem to be letting off the gas right now. We're, we're going to talk a moment about negative health conditions as well as this blood damage part of the thing. But what do you make of this that you're actually asking for prosecution and hold people accountable, but they're not letting off the gas, Dr. Hirshhorn, are they? No, and that's what's absolutely insane to me, is that we still have this push to get people vaccinated and boosted. It makes no scientific sense, no medical sense, uh, and because the the risks of taking these vaccines and boosters are far greater than the benefits. You know, I've been trying to play up medical research. I'm a big data person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've written about this new research that just came out of Italy and Germany mm -hmm. where they used advanced uh, experimental techniques where they actually could look at what's in the blood of vaccinated people. Look at the blood cells and what they have found in those two different studies using different techniques. But the results are the same. And that is when you get vaccinated or boosted your blood gets terribly damaged, hmm. incredibly damaged. This, the cells no longer look normal, and they've also found lots of impurities, 
things that don't belong in your blood are in your blood, and they are not good things to have in your blood. So what I want to emphasize is that blood damage that has now been thoroughly documented uh, in multiple studies uh, can explain why people are having so many bad effects of vaccines and boosters. Because one thing that happens from these vaccines and boosters is that your immune system gets destroyed. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I just put up some new data on my Substack page showing the latest data from England. And almost all of the COVID deaths are in fully vaccinated people. And I, wanna, I want people to understand that this is happening because when you get fully vaccinated and your immune system is terribly degraded, you become more vulnerable to getting infected by the COVID virus, maybe for the first time, but maybe for a second or third time. So that what's happening scientifically is we know the dangers of the vaccines and boosters and that too many people are dying. Uh, millions and millions of people are suffering with long COVID mm -hmm. and long COVID also. Again, if your immune system is in bad shape, because you've been vaccinated, you're, you're going to have more problems with long COVID. Yeah. So everything we know tells us that what the establishment is pushing is the wrong thing. And, and I always like to emphasize, Malcolm, that right. we have alternatives, good alternatives yeah. Yeah. to vaccines and boosters, and that the government and the establishment never talks about this right and we pointed them out you and i have we talked about vitamin d big time absolutely. big time big time but there's a whole host of other things as well i talked yes. to you a couple of times about nasal hygiene and yes. the benefit of that that's serious stuff which absolutely. is why we talk about cofix and clear and all that there are things we can be doing and i want to say something else in a moment but let me come back to something you say here a lot of the medical community uh joe a lot of the um the doctors that people go to, they're regular doctors, they're regular primary care physician, that sort of thing. All right. So these people are still drinking the Kool-Aid. A lot of the industry yeah, is yes. still in the healthcare field is still drinking that Kool-Aid. And we can't make heads or tails out of it here as to why that's still going on. I mean, there's a psychological uh, deficit here happening here uh, of brain power in our country. Um, but people who are doing that. Now, like you point out, I just want a really important point. Like if you have a, it's, it's so important we're dealing with the right context here. And I know you're a research guy, you're a data, you're a numbers guy, and I know that about you. A lot of people, they go and they get blood work done, regular blood work. Regular blood work may not show up what these, and that's why the doctors usually put their hands up and say, well, I don't know what the hell to tell you, you know, because this right. is like, we're all learning stuff. We don't know what the what's going on here in this post-COVID environment. We just don't know. And then they give you all this other crap that's going to do nothing for you. And yeah, so what these studies showed, I want to come back to the studies a moment. They, they, that was a more sophisticated uh, method they used somehow. Yes. Is that correct? Right. Absolutely. It's not it's not regular blood testing. And that's what I want to emphasize. And, and which I think, you know, too, is that your normal doctor, number one, has not done the thorough research to get the facts. Mm -hmm. And even if they've learned the truth, the kind of truth that I know, they risk their jobs if they speak out. You know, they just yeah. can't be honest about 
what the truth is about this pandemic. Well, I'll freeze that thought right there in a moment here. Uh, Julie O'Malley is a nurse. We'll talk about that point to be sure. But uh, hold on, I'm going to ask you something else here. You say in your piece here. Uh, and by the way, that op-ed that we're talking about is on the left sidebar of America Out Loud. It's entitled, Blood Damage Explains Many Harmful Impacts of COVID Vaccines. It's the kind of op-ed, you'll, uh, the kind of article you'll want to sit down with a cup of coffee for and spend some time on, because a lot of links in there and the studies and the data and really, uh, uh, you know, digest that information in there. But here's the thing I, I want to you talk about the missing link, Dr. Hershon, the missing link. And and I think about that, you know, we are looking for the missing link. And you point out the negative health conditions like, OK, heart problems, uh, uh, surely myocarditis. Absolutely. Uh, cancer. A lot of people are writing to us and they're, they're all forms of cancer they're getting yes. right now that they out of nowhere from this vaccine business a reduced immunity and death. And you talk about so you talk about the blood damage is the key a biologic explanation for harmful vaccine impacts. So there's a lot we don't know. So these studies, what can be how can this benefit people out there, Dr. Shana? How can how can we, you know, educate people, shine a light? But you know, they read the studies, they understand that maybe a lot of people want answers in their own lives. I mean, I see the emails and the messages. How can they become part of this, these studies or these, um, to, to find answers in their lives? Any idea? Well, it's what we've said. You have to take, you know, control over your own life. And that means improving your immune system. And that means vitamin D, other supplements, generic medicines. A lot of people are still taking ivermectin. So it's, it's a matter of controlling your life. And in this pandemic situation, it means strengthening your immune system. I cannot emphasize that enough. You've got to strengthen your immune system. I take many supplements every day. I take 8,000 units or more of vitamin D every day. And that's how we can control this. And of course, stop taking boosters. Stop taking the vaccines. Because the more you take, what the scientific evidence shows is the more of these vaccines you put in your body, the more damage you do to your immune And system. I think people are catching on to that, Joel, because I see the messages coming in with our Q&As and they're like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. I had two of this and one of that. It's like going to a five and dime. I've had two of that and one of that back then. I like got sick as hell. I, I really don't want to be boosted on top of the boosted. And I want to get that spike protein out of the body. We get a lot of questions in about that, how to wash that stuff out. And it's not easily done. It's not because you keep adding that spike protein into your system and the blood and all of that. And it's compounded here, the problem. Okay. I want you to stay. I want to ask you, please, to stay right there. Uh, Dr. Sean will be back with you in just moments here. And uh, so let me just tell you, I'm really thrilled to bring on for the first time I get to talk on here with um, uh, Jody O'Malley, let me tell you who she is a moment here. Uh, she's a master's prepared critical care nurse uh, treating COVID patients at a federal hospital. Uh, and this, uh, all of this kind of blew up in her face uh, because she uh, didn't like what she seen. And she blew the whistle on what she was seeing. Now, Jody, first of all, welcome uh, to Viewpoint this Sunday. Uh, privileged to have you here. Thank you for having me, Malcolm. Absolutely. And so, listen, I want to tell you, um, all right, so when we first talked, it, it, well, I got to tell listeners, first of all, if you didn't know, uh, the, Jody is now the host of America Out Loud Pulse. Yeah, that 
marvelous show, which we are doing weekdays at 5 p.m. And there's an encore at 10 p.m. That's heard on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. Many of you all know that. That show's been a, a massive success. Uh, and there's different uh, people each day, uh, host, the doctors and various folks that host that. And this is the first time we, we put, and Jody was so qualified to be the first nurse we would have in this particular position. When you and I first talked, Jody, and we had these conversations, okay, and I knew your background I, I, a bit, but I, I didn't know all of it. And so my confession is this, as we were talking, and I love the way you looked at life. I loved your, uh, the, just the background about you and who you were. And I thought, oh my God, you know, you're right. And uh, even McCullough had said, she's the perfect one for this position. And I said, let's get a nurse in there. Okay, cool. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. And we, and we looked at several and we thought, okay, I didn't know. I did not know. I, I, I just, I don't know if you realized I didn't know how ignorant I was to this, that you were the original whistleblower to, with the Project Versus. I didn't know, Jody. And I remember <laughs> seeing that video when it went crazy, wild viral. And I remember looking at that woman in there, that blonde, that was so passionate and so authentic. And I said, God, I love that woman. She is kick-ass, in your face, my kind of gal. I didn't know that was you, O'Malley, when we talked, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you don't know that, uh, did you? You didn't know and that. I did not know that. I, I swear to you, I didn't know. And I, and I just want you to know, so I didn't take you aboard here for your fame and glory of viral. I didn't have a blessed clue. All right, anyways, <laughs> I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm that nurse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And yes. you really, oh, man. I take, let me back off now and give you the floor here. Now, what I'd like you to do is this. I, this is very serious. Now, I want listeners to hear your role at that hospital, from what I understand, was a very significant one as a critical care nurse in the ICU, ER, and the hospital supervisor. You had a very key role there. And correct me on that if I've misspoken anywhere, please. Uh, but as that happened, you started talking about some of the egregious things that had happened. Give us a sense in a few moments here, if you would, please, of what were some of the most crazy things you've seen? How do we tell listeners in short order how screwed up this was? Well, the patient's bill of rights were completely annihilated, uh, essentially. The patient's bill of rights, when they're admitted into the hospital, um, provides them with informed consent, right? Um, so they have to be completely aware of what they're consenting to. And the protocols that we used in the hospital were EUA, remdesivir, right? There are many patients um, that I don't believe that receive the full informed consent. And I'm not just saying at my hospital, but um, I just heard today that the chief medical officer of Mayo Clinic um, is under investigation by the Arizona Medical Board for this. And... And, you know, this is, you know, essentially a pandemic that we had in our hospitals. Um, the patient's bill of rights, like I have mentioned, also provides you to be free of um, restraints and seclusion. And, you know, many hospitals or at the time say CDC, you know, CDC flip flop, just like flip flop Fauci. Um, but they said 10 days isolation from the onset of symptoms. We had patients in there for weeks that were still isolated and secluded. Um, you know, the standards of nursing care and physician care, physicians weren't going to the bedside and they were just charting report received from nurse due to limiting COVID exposure. 
Um, you know, those, and then patients also are afforded the right to try medications. And if a patient comes in and they say, hey, I'd like to try ivermectin, you know, and the physician and the nurse and the pharmacist looks and there's no contraindications, you know, to put that on board, they should have put it on board. And they didn't. So no, they gave them remdesivir, which ended up doing harm to so many people. That's right. Yes, it was uh, very insidious. And, um, you know, lots of people, including myself, I didn't know that remdesivir was in uh, a failed drug in the Ebola trial just the year before. Right. Like the year before it killed over 50 percent of the patients and they stopped the trial. And then now Fauci is bringing it in for covid and then adding 20 percent payout on their hospital admittance, um, you know, bill. If, 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 you know, a doctor provides it. And so what do you think was, about what you just said? Ah. Uh, think about what you just said. So I was in a little bubble. I was living in my own glorious world. And then March 2020, I hear the planes are getting grounded and we're shutting people inside. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, Lord, this is what I'm supposed to pay attention to, you know? And, and I did. And when I heard the term, follow the money, that's mm-hmm. what I did. And that's how my... um investigation or education into this pandemic started i just followed the money what was the tipping point jody what with i mean there was so much that happened when you were there at the as that supervisor in charge and i read through your piece and by the way it's a great op-ed you want to read on that left sidebar again under notables in america out loud where are the nightingales in 2022 please read that piece uh, get a sense it's, it's wonderfully written speaking about florence nightingale of course and the the history of that what was the tipping point that you're coming in every day, you're doing all this, your mind is blown, you're right there, you're in the front lines of the battle. What happens that says, stops you in your tracks and says, damn, I can't do this anymore. There's no freaking way I can do this, man. When a patient requested to try ivermectin and the physician said she wasn't going to order it because it's controversial and I was hospital supervisor that day. So I called her and the nurse in my office and respectfully said, listen, doc, being controversial is not a reason not to practice medicine. Mm. So here is FLCCC site. Would you be willing to read it and then tell me if the patient can't get it? And she said, yes. And then she ordered it. And then, um, the next thing I found out was pharmacy blocked it. And at that time, I could not believe what I was hearing, but she literally said, I'm just following orders. And I said, well, you are you aware of ivermectin? I mean, it's safer than Tylenol, right? Mm-hmm. Tylenol kills more people a year than ivermectin does. And she said, you know what? I just don't have time to research it. Oh, and I'm my like, damn. God. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I'm a so that was That's when I was done. Then that's when I realized, like, this isn't normal, right? (laughs) What we're doing and what I'm seeing is not normal, even though, you know, we've been going through this for a year and a half and and they're making people feel like it's normal. This is not normal. So any chance I got to record what was actually happening, I did because I knew 
I had been screaming out on my Facebook account since the beginning about this, but I knew that people were succumbed to propaganda messaging and that my words are not going to mean anything. So I needed to show them. And that is exactly what those videos did is I showed them what people were really thinking and feeling in real time. Mm. Well, the thing that got me is when you sat down with Project Virtus, I, I just thought your authenticity and your passion for what had taken place is very clear to me. This was a woman with no agenda. Or this was a woman that just wanted the God's honest truth out there. And I was immediately in love with you right then. Oh, thank you. I think, you know, it really just it, it spoke to a lot of people that way because, you know, I was I was just done. And, you know, I, yeah. I had it made, Malcolm. I mean, I know. you know, talk about a bedside nursing job for the federal government, you know, making six figures base like that's nuts. They were paying me 20 grand a year to my student loans. I picked my own schedule. I told them what days I wanted to work and I could group them all together and have two weeks off without taking PTO. So, you know, you threw all I, that away for the truth. That's right. Jody, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I'm, I'm really flabbergasted and what a privilege to, I, I'll tell you, it's so a privilege to have you here. And the amazing thing is, now you know the truth that when we agreed and you came on board here and to do some amazing things with us here, and I look so forward to see what you're going to do ahead. I have so many ideas, by the way, to share with you that I haven't even done. But when we made that decision, I didn't even know you were that person. I just knew I liked you so much for what you brought to the table of life. So now get now think what we can do, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm so excited. As, as long as I can get over my nerves. <laughs> of public speaking um, will be good well i we and you know in full confession friends if you know me being out loud i told her hey before you go on have a glass of wine or two where well, you're a few shots you know she laughed like hell said <laughs> so, <laughs> right Tony? Uh, i was like you know what all right irish whiskey in the morning that's, that's it that's <laughs> it all right freeze that thought stay right there now and let's uh, and actually let's just bring back on here dr joel hirschhorn as well uh you got to be um uh, flipping out, Joel, the heroes back and forth. I'm sure you learned yeah. a few things, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. But with uh, Jody O'Malley, that's why I thought it'd be great to have you both out in this segment. I thought, you know, I'm, I'm just going to do this. You're both very cool people. And yeah. uh, it'll be really, I'd, really I'd like to pick up on <clears throat> Please, go ahead. a few points. I have documented several cases uh, where hospital patients, COVID patients, who were on their deathbed, they were, hospitals were forced through legal action to give ivermectin. And in all of those cases, those deathbed patients walked out of the hospital after a few days of getting ivermectin. And the other thing about remdesivir, Fauci stopped the clinical testing for remdesivir for COVID, and he pushed through the EUA. So it's a terrible drug. And now, by the way, I want to emphasize they're pushing these new boosters for the fall and they have not been tested on human beings. They were tested in a very limited way on some mice. On okay? rodents. On rodents, yeah. So they're not tested fully, yeah. clinically tested for human consumption yeah. and safety. So there are still terrible things going on. Still going on. That's the key right there, Joel. And, you know, when you when you say this and then we talked about remdesivir and um, nurse, nurse Jody just put out there the fact that, oh, my golly, 
Um, you know, they, uh, the, you know, you look at the trials before then and 50% were not, I mean, literally, literally died from this drug. How the hell could you introduce that to anybody? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, Joel. Any of this stuff makes it. So we all, all know that something is wrong in Denmark. You know, I mean, something smells. And, um, and we've been trying to uncover that and get to that point or truth. Last go around right here. Let me ask you, Jody. Let me bring you. Uh, let me say, uh, say, both of you stay right here with a hot mic. Jody, uh, do you think we'll ever uncover that truth? I mean, think about where we're at right now. We live in the greatest country on the planet. We're struggling through some very dark chapters right now. Do you think we'll ever be able to look back in the rearview mirror and that we will that truth will come out? Yes. Um, if I if you would have asked me this a couple months ago, I would have said, no, probably not, you know, focus on your own thing, you know, starting, you know, these, you know, parallel societies, if you will. Yeah. But now um, I would have to say, you know, yes. I mean, with the Mayo doctor, um, chief medical officer being under an investigation hearing, like that's huge. That's huge. And I think once people catch wind that, um, that they can, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, aggrieve the death of their loved one, if you will, right? Uh, right. Um, we are going to have a plethora of lawsuits around the country. And I know several attorneys that are working on it now. So, yeah, yeah. yes, I would say yes. Yeah, boy, I can tell you what, Jody, I, 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 and I sincerely say I look forward to that day with those lawsuits. And I mean, I just think we need to punch the system back right in the gut. And if that's what it takes to do that, then I'm on board with helping that to uh, to draw restitution to those people who buried loved ones and lost their lives have been traumatically turned upside down. Joel, last word there. Uh, well, do you I think, think we uh, need, we'll, we'll have restitution on this as a people? I think we need criminal prosecution of many people who had the power like Fauci, the heads of the government agencies, they should be criminally prosecuted, as I've said, because they have killed millions of people worldwide. This is murder. This is absolute murder. Um, a big thank you up front of the program here to Dr. Carol Swain, uh, right here, Nurse Jody O'Malley, and we welcome her to the America Out Loud platform here. Her show again, don't forget, every Friday, 5 and 10. 5 and 10. Had to think a moment. <laughs> 5 and 10. Uh, too many numbers running. And Dr. Joel Hershorn, who always has his fingers on the pulse, uh, research data man numbers, and keep uh, posted with his op-eds, his stories uh, around America Out Loud. Now, listen, your job out there is to share the out loud truth. That's what you've got to do is get over to the platform at americaoutloud.com and share that, not only from sea to shine in the sea, but let that just surface all around the globe to our friends all over the globe here and let them also experience what the out loud truth is. Uh, my fellow Americans, thank you for joining us here and being on the mission of Viewpoint this Sunday. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. Mm -hmm.